Hello, you're listening to Talk Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. And right now is our second part of our uh, anime of 2017 seasonal deliberations, where we're going through all of the genres, picking them out, and deciding which one's going to fit inside the genre, and then kind of deciding what we're going to put in the genres. So uh, if you did not, if you missed our first part, it has a full explanation there if you want to find out what we're doing here. Uh, but let's jump right into our next one, which is what? Sci fi? Yeah, sci-fi and mecha. Very limited <laughs> this year. Surprisingly limited this year. Um, but uh, let's 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 do this. Let's uh, let's let's start this. For sci-fi and mecha, it's gonna fall in both categories. We have our first one is Saga of Tani the Evil. I think the only sci-fi element was the things that transmuted magic, and so it more felt like magic. What are you thinking? I'm thinking so. I barely would consider that anywhere near that. Mobile Suit Gundam, Iron Blood Orphan Season 2, is that if Mecha? That doesn't fit that there, sci-fi? none of these two. <laughs> Clockwork Planet <laughs> it technically does, <laughs> yes. but I don't know if we'll fight for it. Uh, World End, I don't really think was very sci-fi or Mecha. Mm, that one's gonna be weird. It's more magic. Kato, the right answer. Yeah, that's technically sci-fi. Um, Rage of Bahamut, Virgin Souls. It had Mecha things in it, but I think they were more like golems than Mecha. Yeah, Aren't they more golems? I wouldn't. Uh, Recreators. It had some Mecha in there. <laughs> Very few ones with Mecha inside of it. But it was kind of a mishmash of things, so that's going to be mm-hmm. a debate if it's going to be on the list. Um, Sagrada Reset. No. I don't know why I have it in there. Uh, Princess Principle. It technically had a sci-fi element to it with the gravity stuff, but it wasn't its focus. Even though the technology was the reason for <laughs> the whole thing. Uh, Knights and Magic had Mecha in it. Uh, 18IF had F- had one episode with a Mecha in it, so um, I'm going to rid of that one now. <laughs> Blood Bucket, Battlefront, it technically had an episode with a Mecha. No, it wasn't really Mecha. It was more just technology and mutations. Kino's Journey. Well, did they have a sci-fi episode in that season? I mean, they had one in the first one, which was like the robots taking over the town. That one's going to be weird. I mean, you, you can technically say the moving country was. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We'll leave it there for now. Girls' Last Tour. Um, would you say the world is more sci-fi than ours? Yeah, it is dystopian. Yeah. Yuku Holder. Or- post-apocalyptic so however you want to there are cyborg characters in yuku holder i'm not sure if i would classify the entire show as sci-fi though you can as a hero they use smartphones to activate their powers but it's actually given to him by sinju so i'm not sure if that would apply well both of them are both that one and this one are um post-apocalyptic per se we assume Lamelastrius is Pokemon. We haven't really True. gotten into it yet, technically. Um, By the hands. but does that make it sci-fi? Yes, per se. I mean, the idea is that humanity has collapsed in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I'll leave it there for now. So that I leaves mean, us with our is list. Is it going to win on that? No. I mean, it's it's it the lead. Really the it's not the strongest of the sci-fi's in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. So there you go. That's that's our list. <laughs> Not very much, but let's let's do that, I guess. And and it's like one of those one moments where you go, 
And to everybody that complains that all of anime is mecha, we literally had two fully mecha shows this entire year. Well, technically, there was also a Mobile Suit Gundam, the short, which I watched the first episode and was like, no, I'm not, not, not doing this. It was not well put together, so my it wasn't gosh. even in, the, in my list anyway, so. By default? Two? This sucks. This is gonna, there's gonna be fighting in this one, I think, <laughs> just because I'm putting this one thing in my list. <laughs> um, no, because look at the rest of the the the. You can't list. deny that it is it is the its strongest suit was sci-fi. Exactly. Now and look at the rest of the list. What am I gonna What am I gonna fight with? You know, you got one that you didn't even watch. <laughs> you have a garbage show like Clockwork Planets. <laughs> I'm not. It didn't work for me. Not that it's a garbage show. I know there was a couple people that liked it, so that's and that's, and that's my point. I mean, what 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 am I going to fight with? Um, man, if somebody's looking for sci-fi mecha, I'm definitely going to recommend Knights and Magic. It was a fun. It was is a show for mecha fans. So it's like I can suggest Knights and Magic, but there's a huge caveat to it. Well, if you if you, you have go to be if you a go mecha geek. I if I want a mecha in 2017, Knights and Magic. That that I mean that's about all you can do. I and it's like all I have really left that I would put on a list is going to be Land Illustrious and Girls Last Tour and those aren't really strong sci-fi. Exactly. That's just, that's my that's my a, problem. I, I mean, to them. I end up having to put Clockwork Planet because nothing else is really. I mean, Recreators is easily better than Clockwork Planet or Knights and Magic, but Recreators is not really a sci-fi. But if you're looking for Mecha, there you go. <laughs> you have a Mecha in it. Uh, it's actually technically four total, me- uh, three Mechas. No, technically four Mechas. One was a copy, and then there was two other ones, so. No! Enough <laughs> of Clockwork Planet in there just because you have to. That's you my point. You could have just put four. <laughs> All I'm choosing is four. Oh, man. Um, What's my last one going to go to? Kinos? I mean. <laughs> uh, I think Girls Last Tour is definitely a, uh, is a world of sci-fi. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not active, but it is a, it's a dead world of sci-fi. So I can put that as my last. Oh, dear goodness. (laughs) Everybody that loves sci-fi mechas yelling at us right now. I really don't want to put Clockwork Planet in there. I really don't. I just, I don't understand. I don't know what else to put. Clockwork Planet was more, more sci-fi than most of them. (sighs) That's true. That's it. That's 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 true. Wow, this is actually going to be really easy because we're like right next to each other on almost all of it. We both have number one is um, IBO two, Kato, the right answer, Knights and Magic, and Girls Last Tour. And our last one is going to be a fight between Recreators and Clockwork Planet. So, if somebody came to me and said, give me a sci-fi mecha show, and I've watched all these other four, 
and you're thinking to yourself, well, there's still Recreators and Clockwork Planet. Which one are you actually going to tell them to watch? <laughs> Which one are you gonna are you gonna say? Well, Clockwork Planet was technically a full on pretty sci fi show. I didn't like it though. <laughs> or are you gonna say, well, Recreators has Mecha in it, and technically like four Mechas fight at some point, so that one's a lot more. It's got some sci fi, and and this chick literally summons stuff through these like Gilgamesh things and they shoot off rockets and junk which one are you going to go with Chris I I, I do my girly eh, with <laughs> robot girls <laughs> but terribly animated robot girls <laughs> I agree I agree I, I, I cannot argue that re- at Clockwork Planet was not full on sci-fi it's just would I would I either put recreators on this list solely because it has four mechas in it that fight at some point, or would I just say, here's my top four list of sci-fi mechas for the year? (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be either one of those choices in my mind, but if you want to shoot for Clockwork Planet, I won't fight you. I I told you I'm not fighting that hard on this. I don't know why you're... (laughs) You're trying to justify it in your head is what you're trying to do. No, I'm not justifying putting that on there at all. I'm 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 specifically saying you could put it on there. You could type it in there, but I'll stick with four if I have to. <laughs> so our list starting from five for sci-fi mecha is Recreators as number five, Girls Last Tour, Knights and Magic, Kato the Right Answer, and Mobile Suit Gundam Iron Blooded Orphan Season Two. That wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Just <laughs> fighting to make a five list. Horror and psychological. Here we go. These are shows that either have things that are horrific, scary, horrifying, or things that uh, psychologically damage the characters, or you for watching it. No, I'm not going that far with it. Otherwise, <laughs> things game, game, number one. Things, things Andrew likes. <laughs> things Andrew actually. No, I, like, <laughs> I thought you liked March Comes on Like a Lion, but okay. We'll debate that, though. Uh, Let's go through the list here to find out what we want to actually have in there. First, we have Scum's Wish, which is definitely... It's drama, not a psychological thriller. Yeah, it doesn't really have any huge... The thing is, I can say it's psychological, but nothing technically forces the change of their mindset, even though it is a lot of it's in their mind. That makes sense. Okay, okay, we're, Shogun, we're not Rakushin saying too? psychological. We're saying psychological thriller, right? Okay, gotcha. Yes. Technically, yes. You're, you're correct. Um, Shogun Roku, not that's really. That's a drama, not a psychological thriller. Uh, Saga Tanya the Evil. Possibly. Because technically X is messing with Tanya mm-hmm. bad. And she goes nuts quite often. <laughs> March comes like a lion. No, not really. Attack uh, on Titan season two, probably yes. technically. Um, World yes, End. per se. Yes, yes, yes. Berserk. I'm trying to think of that specific season, so bear with me. I don't think so, really. Yes, actually, technically, yes, it does fall in there because that's about the point which guts is starting to get. Uh, uh, manipulated by the darkness, so to speak. Kato, the right answer. Not really. I mean, there's an element of the characters really debating what's happening. You can say that is 
psychological thriller, but not it doesn't push it too far. Recreators, not really. Sagrada Reset, yes. Mostly with What's-Her-Face, but I don't know if it really goes that far with it. I don't, I don't know. I, but at the same time, I mean, we're not going to have much the, to work with here in a second. You're, you're doing the same thing with, um, with recreators in that one. Yeah, I'm having one element to to sway it. Yeah, I can see that. Love and lies. No. no. This is a trap. Yes. Yes, technically, I'm not going to show. I'll fight for it, but. Ori Monogatari's second season. Oh, man. And that sucks, because I think that's about where it's going to be, besides maybe Supernatural. Mm, I don't think it's strong enough. I don't think it's strong enough. Second judge? No. Made an abyss? Yes. <laughs> as much as I didn't want it there, it was there. Like Ozen and everything that happened in the later episodes. My gosh. Uh, classroom of the Elite? Mm, no. No, it wasn't. I'm not going to fight for it, even though it technically falls in that category. ATIF, if it's going to be anywhere, it's going to be there. <laughs> Blood Blockade, Battlefront. I don't think it's ever... I mean, the last two episodes definitely got pretty strong, but for the most part, they're too lighthearted for that. Black Clover, no. Unless you something happened recently. Yeah. <laughs> Junie Tyson, technically, yes. Um... I mean, was that is that technically horror? Is violence technically horror? Well, it does have necromancy. It does. It does have psychological thriller elements. Yeah. Inuyashiki. Yeah. Yep. It's it's incredibly violent. So, King's Game. Yes, technically, and I will fight with myself if I'm going to put that in my list because technically it is. If you're looking for that, it is it. Uh, Kino's Journey. It jumps around too much. I don't think it stays in horror too long. Girls Last Tour. No, it didn't get dark, really. Yuki Holder. No. Yuki is a hero. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's do this. Prepare to have Andrew have anguish. Because here's my issue. If somebody said, I'm looking for horror and psychological stuff... Like, pure horror, gory, crazy, psychotic stuff. I'm going to say King's Game, hands down. <laughs> Wasn't a good show, but it was technically as far as you can get to horror as possible. So, as much as I don't like it as a show, I can see it being somebody's pick for looking for a horror show. Um, Beyond that... See, Made in Abyss wasn't too much of a focus of it, even though when it did it, it did it very well. It did it very respectfully well. That's another troubling thing, is when it doesn't do it often, but it does it perfectly. See, even Yuki Yuna as a hero does it, but it doesn't, it doesn't stay in it too long. Now, the question is, 18IF technically only had two episodes that were I would classify as horror, so I don't know if I would put it in a list of it. I thought that's what it felt like it was doing in the first few episodes, is it was exploring just different aspects of psychological. True. 
True, even though it's not always horror, it is psychological. It is technically in the mind, so... That is that is true. I'm stuck on horror. So that leaves me really with... Uh, Made in Abyss versus... Inuyashiki. I don't think... They both had isolated moments of horror. One did it better. One did it more often. And one actually explored psychological thriller elements too, so I guess Maiden Abyss is going to be up there. <sighs> it's like every single one of these has a caveat to it. Except for King's Game. <laughs> That's the only reason why King's Game is up there. It's the only one that I don't have to put a caveat to it. Because um, Attack on Titan is more military, it's strategy, it's overcoming something with some horror to it. Well, see, and here's here's the reason. I mean, what I'm I'm considering is I'm considering putting King's Game at t- number number 1. You can't deny it. I it can't. is horror. And the reason why is because I was anxious the entire first two ep- two or three episodes I watched that. Mm-hmm. I, it, it I knew what it, it was doing. I I didn't want to have nothing to do and that's why I dropped it. I don't I didn't want to watch that. Horror specifically for the most part does things that you don't want to watch exactly. <laughs> that's the whole point of it <laughs> or people do some people do actually now andrew finished it and you know whether or not it was a good show but it was a good horror i know that it was it made me anxious and that's what i consider that's psychological a- thriller slash horror is shows that make me anxious and i don't want to watch what's going it's on characters having to make decisions they don't want to make mm-hmm. and even though I hated how the characters act, that's technically how characters act in most horror things. They act stupid. It's the whole thing of the, why did you go through that door? It's they, they make stupid decisions. That's what makes them get into the situations they're getting into. Yeah, I think of psychological thriller as more kind of a a counterbalance to horror where you're you're actually exploring the brain and trying to understand why these people are making the decisions they're making. That's why I wouldn't put King's Game as a psychological thriller, but as a horror, yeah, I would. Yes. Oh, and that's what sucks about something like Made in Abyss is like it doesn't it's only segmented points of that story that it actually gets into horror and psychological thriller elements. But when it does them, it does them so well. So what, what, like, what would I do if if my 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 good friend was stung by a nasty poison or thing and yeah, and he's forced to have yeah. to act. He doesn't make rational decisions, but yeah, he's making the decision that he thinks he has to make. He has no choice. He has to make a decision. He mm-hmm. he's not a surgeon <laughs> kind of thing. Such a good show. I'm on season two already. I think I guess I'm good. With I guess list. I'm gonna go ahead and yank off Attack on Titan. I mean, I yeah, I agree that does have psychological elements in there, but well, see that one for me is more horror. Yeah, the psychological elements. Technically, that season did include psychological thriller elements in the idea that technically Reinhardt was practically losing his mind. He basically was having a fight with himself with two different different personalities: one that he created and one that was his original. So there is an element in there. His his experience with those people and what they're fighting basically broke him. So really, I'm stuck between 18IF and Made in the Abyss. And technically, I didn't watch 18IF, but the few episodes I did watch, I think, was far 
uh, far more than what Made in the Abyss was doing as far as psychological elements. Mm-hmm. So That's why it's above it in my list. All right, then I'll just knock off Made in the Abyss. I think the only um, one that you have that I don't is, uh, well, Ending Yesterday and Junie Tyson. Fail. Uh, I see what I did. Never mind. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. You're always breaking things, man. You're always breaking things. Do your thing. Man. All right, so I have in my list, I have number five is Yukiuna as a hero. Um, I think it does well in the frustrations of the characters in their mind of what the situation they're kind of dealing with. And that kind of helps it with the psychological thriller element. Plus, it eh, technically got pretty horrific in the first, <laughs> the, the, the past story, Washio Shumi. Uh, Made in the Abyss, like I said earlier, it gets into the psyche of the characters dealing with the situation. Ozen was a mind screw, so to speak, for lack of a better term. And uh, I think Ozen's just nuts in general, <laughs> plus the horrific things the characters have to go through later on. 18IF definitely is dealing with the psyche and what the characters are going through, obesity, uh, bulimia, um, all that kind of stuff's so all mixed in there. Uh, Attack on Titan... Yeah, like I said, with Reinhardt and with the horrific scenes of characters being ripped apart, definitely falls in that category. And King's Game, like I said, I didn't like it, but I acknowledge everything about it is a pure horror show. Um, so, yeah, number one. Um, I've got, for number five, I've got 18IF. Um, number four, I've got Junie Tyson. I think that that one does have elements of having to choose whether or not a person is is your enemy or if they're your... Um, mind games. Yeah, it, it plays mind games with a lot of that stuff, and I thought that that did well. Uh, strategy in, in capturing and messing with the, the person that you're trying to capture, I thought it did really well on that kind of stuff. Uh, Ino Yashiki, I think that that one does have some really cool elements of... Uh, debating whether or not a what 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 makes a a person a good person or a evil person, uh, Yuki Yuno, like Andrew said, and King's Game, like I said, I dropped it because it just was too uncomfortable for me. So it must have been doing something right. <laughs> it must have been doing something right. Um, I guess Yuki Yuno would be second, huh? Um, we have 189F is on both lists, and then that leaves my Maiden Abyss and Tank on Titan versus your Inuyashiki and Juni Tyson, so I guess it would be Inuyashiki and Attack on Titan, unless you want to fight for Juni Tyson over Attack on Titan. Nope. I just threw a list together. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Everybody have confidence in what we're doing here. Well, I mean, this isn't my strong place. I've got two shows that I technically dropped in this list. All right. So just combining them based off of weight and their placement, we have Attack on Titan as number five, Inuyashiki as number four, AT9F as number three, Yuki Yuna as a hero, Washio Sumi chapter and hero chapter. Uh, King's Game is number one. And we all <laughs> cried ourselves asleep tonight. Because <laughs> basically, King's Game won something. <laughs> King's Game won something. Why? Oh well, t- I mean, technically, you're the one who's finished all those shows. I mean, you have veto power so it's, over So he's blaming me because I actually stuck with the dang things. Uh, you do have veto power over that. I mean, like I said, two of those shows I technically dropped. I'm, I'm leaning to your... 
your uh, your expertise, obviously, per se, <laughs> if you want to call it that. All right, comedy. This is going to be a fun one because pretty much every dang anime in the world has comedy. So I kind of try to put most of the ones that were more pure comedy in here, though there are some odd ones. So let's break it down. We have first is Akiba Strip. Mm. Okay, how how do we want to do this? Because we really need to drop it's, a lot well, of them down. What I'm, what, I'm, what I'm specifying here is do you think it's not a strong suit? We'll knock it off. Or if you don't think it was worth anything if it wasn't too funny for you we'll we'll drop it off too it's just what we're not going to fight for and what is not strong enough is really what it is so i'm not going to fight for akiba trip i'm not going to leave that one alone <laughs> what you're uh, gonna you're gonna fight for that one yeah i for right now no. yeah come out friend no uh leave that one alone yes little witch i don't think it was a fun <sighs> one i didn't laugh throughout the entire show so that's up to you yeah, go ahead and dump it. That's just cute. What? Well, I don't know what. In the- this little cat gr- girls in the girls' house. Oh, okay. No, probably in the cute area. Ninja Girl. We didn't watch the second season. We're I we're like two or three seasons behind. No, it. there's only one season more. They I don't know. It, they, I thought it was still going last I ch- checked. Oh, that's fine. It went this. Ninja Girl and Samurai Master, we're talking about the first season. That one ended in winter. They did a second season from spring to summer, and that was it. We never got around to catching back up. It was really right. what happened. It, it We kind of lost our, our our hype for it, and it never well, caught back up. And that's, and that's the thing that's going to make me push against it, is because it was a funny show until it got too historical. Which I love the fact that it's historical, but it's too hard to follow the names. So when it's getting historical, it's like I can't follow what it's doing. And it becomes less funny yeah, but we don't know that it didn't pick back up to its original but uh, or this is season one though i'm saying season one because the other one would be it's completely different listing because it's season two they even named it differently so um armed girls i'm not i don't Dump think it was it. that funny uh i didn't like Tub tyrant uh hinaka note i what was that one? Oh, that was the one with the girl with stage fright huh i didn't like that mm-hmm. one so that's up to you Go ahead. Clockwork Planet? No. Yeah. Clash Rector? No. Grimoire? No. Sakano? No. Aramanga? I didn't laugh too much on that one, so it's up to you. Yeah, get rid of it. We got to we got to no. clear a lot of shows. So Alice, no. Sugumomo. I laughed here and there, but I don't think it was a good one. Granbu Fantasy, no. Demachi, no. Heroic Demia, no. Rage of Bahamut, no. Even though it does really good random comedy throughout that it's not its focus. My Girlfriend is a gal. That one, I'm going to leave that one alone for right now. <laughs> just because we might be really dry after this. Aha Aha girl, girl, leave it alone. I'm just going to put Sue I do to children up here already. <laughs> uh, Centaur's Life, I don't no. think it was that. It wasn't always comedy. Uh, Wari... No, wasn't its focus. Restaurant, it's up to you. No. Classroom, no. Of the Elite, by the way. Angel Three Piece, no. No. Knights of Magic, no. New game. Leave it alone for now. Leave it for now, I guess. In another world with my smartphone, it's up to you. No. Look in the ballroom. The bird faces. No. Chris, the bird faces. <laughs> Andrew's own created comedy. I like it. Circle of Guru yes, Guru Guru. Uh, are you sure? Uh, yes. I, I'm, I don't know. I, I'm really thinking. 
Don't even joke. It's not funny. Blood Lucky Belfront, I'm leave it there for now, but I probably won't put it in the list. I think it's it's so gruesome with its comedy. Black Clover. It's the funniest show ever. Leave if it you watch it without the dub and just laugh at how screamy he is. Uh, Food Wars, no. Kino's Journey, no. Girls Last Tour, no. Love is Like a Cocktail, no. Recovery Memo Junkie, no. Himoto, Maru-chan, I'm not going to fight for that one. I don't think it was that funny. It was more It was more heartwarming this season than anything. Sisters All You Need, just based off the accountant, I will leave it. <laughs> Girlfriend is Shobi. Technically, no. that's what it is. What are you doing? <laughs> You're going to fight to put Blindess up there. I'm going to fight you to death on that combined. No, Blindess is far better. Don't even. No, I mean Shobi. Blindess oh, is definitely staying. Uh, Yuku Holder. Did I delete Blindess or did I delete Shobi? No, you were you were. I was making a joke and you. Okay, I got you. Put it back. Anime got thirties. Yes, Kanahanakton. That's so back and forth between just heartwarming and funny moments. I, I would think it was that focus that though. That sucks that that we don't have a section for Cute heartwarming. Girls. We really need we need really need a heartwarming. Well, that's isekai. Is a lot of those things fall in isekai. Or not Isekai, uh, Iyashike. Iyashike. They are the healing shows. Because we don't always have pure Iyashike. So a lot of the shows like that fall into that category of just being, you're tired, you watch this, it rejuvenates you because it's so cute and fun. All right. We whittle that down by like a third. <laughs> we did a I third do good? Left. No, we did good. We did good. We did good. All right. Um. All right. Let's get this out of the way. This one's gonna be at the top. Pro- well, what are we? What are we fighting for? I'm gonna put Suda. I do it. Eight children. Probably gonna be Comedy. the top. Konosuba two. And the rest is gonna be difficult. I laughed a lot with Interview with Monster Girls, but it was kind of half half. Did I laugh more with Blendess, Interview, or Miss Kobayashi? Oh, Magical Sword. And keep this in mind, everybody, as we're doing this. Comedy, of course, is subjective. And so there ain't going to be no way that we can do this. And that's that's what sucks about doing the combined list. It's like, yeah, if Chris laughed watching Shobi and I didn't, that doesn't make it any less of a comedy because it worked for him, not for me kind of thing. I'll just give you an example. <laughs> You're like, I didn't laugh at all. What are you talking about? Uh... Well, it's like my girlfriend is a Galru. I mean, for the most part, I found it very funny, and but there was one aspect that I did not like. Did you hear them talking about the fact that guy quit? I heard something about that. What the, the, the heck vo- happened there? I, I, I need to look that into that. I heard somebody say that the the voice actor himself quit. Um, the one that was playing the the pedophile on that show. Um, I don't know if that's true, but I, I definitely want to look into it now. <laughs> I'm like, I don't blame him. <laughs> I would too. Oh, by the way, it's like he's, he's reading the line and now, then he gets to the part that... and he's like, wait, what, what is this? He's like, no, don't worry about it. And he, he reads it. And then the next episode is like, no, no, that, I know what you guys are doing here. Well, no, is, see, here's the funny thing. Is it, is it because he got bullied for for playing a a pedophile That's part or true. did he quit because he didn't like the part that he was given? When I don't think the fan, I don't think Otaku's would go off and attack him just because he's playing a role. But I see maybe the publicity that he would get, he yeah. can get from that if some newspaper or something that's against Otaku, then mm-hmm. yeah, that would definitely work against him. Um, 
Let's see. What were I doing again? Interview with Mustard Girls, Miss Kobayashi, and... I'm going to... Yeah. Sadly, Miss Kobayashi wins by default because... Anime got to raise I loved, but then it kind of... It, it overstayed his welcome. It started getting too... Well, those are my three staples. Those will have to stay. So I just need the last two. I want to say interview with Monster Girls. I didn't laugh so much. There was some points oh, that I laughed, but it was more it was list. more slice of life and heartwarming. That's why it's not on my list. It's not not necessarily that I did, I I think it's bad. It's just it wasn't wasn't so much. It's comedy wasn't his strong suit. Blindness, I think, is. The comedy was more of its strong suit, whereas I think Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid and Interview with Monster Girls, they are heartwarming with comedy in it. And so now I'm going to have to weigh in my head which one did it more often with comedy. <sighs> See, yeah, that's probably what I'm going to end up doing, because I... Konosuba I, is is funny. I I don't think it was as funny as Aho Girl. I hate Aho Girl. But for different reasons. Yeah, Aho Girl got was too violent, and it ruined a exactly. lot of punchlines for me. And that's that's my thing is it was absolutely hilarious. At and points. it was and the same reason why I watched Aho Girl all the way through, which it did have some really funny moments. This it, it was it got too violent at times. Mm-hmm. But what ended up sticking me to it was the voice actress, which was the same reason I stuck with Shobi because of the voice actress. So, but see, and now now here's here's the thing is I laughed. A lot in Ha Ho Girl. I can't stand that show. I laughed quite a bit in Konosuba. I think Aho Girl, for the most part, was a bit more funnier than Konosuba. Oh, ouch. Ouch. Again, the subjective. second season. Second but no, season. Second, season, see, second season had the the goofy uh, carriage that they're riding through, and right. he keeps apologizing for his stupid team that's getting them attacked, and everybody thinks they're heroes. It had uh, the the mask guy taking over uh, uh, what's her face and her enjoying being destroyed because he, she has the mask on. It had the um, what was that segment that they had? It had the marriage thing that was hilarious. But but still, it, it, we're getting away from my 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 problem because I I I'll, I'm more than happy to put Konosuba and Aho Girl up there. But my thing is is I laughed a lot during Aho Girl. I laughed a lot during Konosuba. I don't like Aho Girl. But I still have to acknowledge, I still found myself having more fun with Aho Girl than I did with Konosuba. Really? That's when I, when That's I'm thinking surprising. back on it, it's not necessarily, because it, it, it's, it's more of a drive. Okay, which one did I have more fun with? technically Aho Girl, even though I don't like it because of, like you said, there's that aspect of you didn't really care for the abusive part, parts of it. Well, the problem with Aho Girl is when I think back, I can't remember any of the punchlines. I know that I laughed here and there, but I, I don't remember much of the punchlines. Whereas Konosuba, I remember all the little segments of times and why I laughed at them. They were just bonkers, crazy, goofy moments. The the people spitting every time they they find out that, you know, they're uh, they're not part of their well, religion. Well, that, that could be more because it's a, a, a better narrative, whereas Aho Girl is technically four-comma. Yeah, skit-based, right? Yeah. Because I, you have the same problem with with uh, My Girlfriend is a show. What did you say? You have the same problem where it's got the four-comma feel, so I couldn't really tell you this is what happened during that show. Oh, 
I'm trying not to, I'm saying I'm trying to say show B because I don't want us to end up somehow getting flagged for explicit. So that's just fine. so you know. Um, everybody thinks it's because I'm afraid of saying bad words, but it's like no, because I don't want us to get flagged explicit just for a stupid title. Uh, what I decide? Because Kobayashi interview with Monster Girls. We've I want to say we've a done, lot more. We've on done, done almost 400 episodes without getting flagged for. We, we can do it a little longer. Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, there we go. I guess that'll be my list right there. All right, now tear up my list. Why is Sura doing cheerless so far down on your list, Chris? Why? Why, Chris? I thought we left together a bunch with that one. He's because I think Blindus is a perfect comedy. Na- I think Magical Circle, Circle Guru Guru was absolutely hilarious, and I laughed a lot. Well, I'm fine with Magical Cir- Circle Guru Guru, but for Blend Us as a comedy, it, I, did, I think it bounced back and forth between Slice of Life and comedy too much to be a pure comedy. I put I put Blend Us in the same category as that uh, that Sakura Girl show. The um, but like every segment of Surrey Children is either for a smile or a punchline. Whereas Blend S, you can have segments like they get trapped inside of a, a, you know, the break room and they're playing the game and you're kind of smiling along with them. But there's segments where there's not comedy where Surya Children more often is to a punchline. So it's more built towards comedy, whereas Blend S has too much slice of life. Well, I guess Surya Children has slice of life in it, but it's not its focus. What was the... um... What was the show, the Mangaka guy? Which one? <laughs> Where the he was the girl was absolutely in love with him, asked for his uh Mother Girl Nozaki Kun. Yes. I put it in the same category as that. I I, they, I loved it as much as I loved that. But as a pure comedy. I, I think both of them were great comedies. But I'm I'm I would not you you would technically call Blend S a pure comedy. You would say there's nothing else to that but comedy. I think it's got it's friends with benefits. It's friends with benefits. Okay. <laughs> it's comedy with benefits. I mean I... But when somebody says I want a comedy, you're gonna say, Go, go watch Blindess. That's funny. Yeah. It's hilarious. I have no the entire thing is hilarious. Wonder. And then when they start I... watching it and the girl's walking down the street and there's nothing funny happening and then she pulls them into there and nothing funny happening and they start offering some people some things and nothing's really funny happening. And then oh yeah, funny somebody well, says that's something funny. You don't think those things are funny. I do. <laughs> you were laughing the and I did you were laughing the entire time. Are you saying honestly that Blindess you laughed the entire time? I laughed a lot of it. Did you laugh or did you giggle? Because it's cute. Yeah, I did that a lot. There's a, there's a difference between a giggle because it's cute because you got the little giggly thing going on, but there's a difference when it's, oh, that's funny. No, 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 you don't understand it. Guys don't giggle. Yeah, you do. We only laugh. You giggle. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, we're totally, none of this is matched up. I mean, we do have everything similar except for Aho Girl and Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, but the rest is all out of order. You can say technically. I'm not going to fight on Surya Children. If you want to toss that in the f- number one, that's fine. I'm not. I'm not going to fight that. Uh, I would put Konosuba below Guru Guru at least. 
Well, yeah, because Gudu Gudu is higher up on our list on both ends. It's, it's two and three. It's, it's the weighing actually helps a lot. <laughs> Do they children? Um, magical circle Gudu Gudu. No arguments. I mean, I would even put Gudu Gudu as number one if you wanted to. I mean, the only real downside to Gudu Gudu is the old man. Mm. <laughs> and the... Zappari, 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 Zappari guy. Is it Zappari or is it Yappari? I don't know. Are they saying Yappari? I think it was saying normal in some weird way. I don't remember what it was. And But the, the problem with Magical Circle Gudu Gudu is there was some episodes where I didn't really get too much out of it. Where Suda Children, I got laughs out of every single one of them episodes. All right. And I think that kind of helped in the idea that Suda Children was a short, so it was a lot more compact, whereas Medical Circle Groguru was like 24 full-length episodes, so it's a lot more opportunity for it to, to miss a, a beat. True. I don't mind giving you three for Blend S if you want to put that above Konosuba. That's fine. That dog. I, did, I guess we could have gone through our list, but we'll, we'll finish that half. Uh, so, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid versus Aho Girl. I technically put Kobayashi in there at first and yanked it off. But I will argue that Aho Girl is a pure comedy. It Not just it wasn't comedy that worked for me. <laughs> Not fighting it at all. Either way. Um, I'm, I'm good with either way. I'm, I'm turmoiling myself just because I understand that Aho Girl is technically a pure comedy. Um, but Kobayashi Met Dragon Maid had a lot of comedy that was really funny. Yeah, I, I can't give it to Aho Girl, I'm sorry. So we have my list. I have starting with number five is Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Uh, really, really cute and fun and hilarious little show. Uh, like I said, not not it's not a pure comedy, so it has a lot of drama and slice of life in there, but it is comedy that I really enjoyed. Uh, Blend S, I have a number four, really cute little theme-made theme area kind of show with a goofy little trope that they're kind of making fun of. Magical Girl Circle, Circle Gudu Gudu is a 27, 2017 adaptation of Gudu Gudu, and I thought it was absolutely wonderful, especially if you are into JRPGs. It plays off a lot of those tropes. Konosuba 2 is my number two because it's more Konosuba. It's hilarious. Just absolutely the worst party members ever that this guy stuck with in, in another world. And so I did it. Children is my number one. I think it was a wonderfully done short, hilarious characters. They're all cute and adorable. There's a little romance kind of mixed in there that it's awkward at times. So it's great. And dropping phones inside of bathtubs. On my list, I've got Aho Girl, which is really the only difference between our lists, right? Mm -hmm. Aho Girl is about a girl who is absolutely obsessed with bananas, and she's stupid. She's Aho. She's well, I wouldn't say she's stupid. She's just... she was stupid. She was so stupid. That was the point of the show. She was stupid. All right, fine. She it's was called stupid. Stupid girl. That's the name. Stupid girl. Aho means dumb, not stupid. Anyway, it 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 it's, doesn't mean anything in our language. That's why they call it translated. Uh, anyway, otherwise they would say <laughs> "stupid girl." No, that would be "baka girl." That's because we <laughs> said that "baka" is stupid. It doesn't mean "stupid" is "baka." 
anyway, that's pretty much my my only difference in the list. The rest of it is Konosuba 2, uh, Suraduri Children, Magical Circle, Guru Guru, and Blindess. In our combined list, starting from number five, is Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, Konosuba 2, Blenda S, Magical Girl, Super Circle, Guru Guru, and Sudaidudu Children. Is number one. So, there you go. Oh, the fun stuff. The stuff that nobody else does. This is where you come to us for. Because we do stupid things that nobody else would do. Uh, that is the harem and etchy stuff. Well, we'll start with harem. Um, so, and now let's equate this, or let's get this proper, because... For those who don't know, when we say harem, there's going to be two different categories, or whether it's going to be acceptable or not is two different categories for us at Taku Spirit. Harem means either it has a three or more relationship that's happening. There's three girls pursuing one man. There's three uh, three boys pursuing one woman. Yada yada yada. Depending on what you want to, how you want to situate it, it can also be. <laughs> there's one in here that's actually uh, two girls and one boy pursuing one man. So it just has to have three love interests seeking one person's heart. And or more. The other element is harem elements. These are these are things that you would normally equate to a harem that are specific here. So even if there might be some cases where you might not in that show at that particular time for that arc or whatever, you might not have three or more people pursuing one person, but there are harem elements sprinkled in there that you cannot deny. So I think we allowed that last time just because right. there was certain cases where it's like, well, technically not three people were pursuing him, but there was a harem feel to it. So we'll just like, judge him as well. Uh, like technically, uh, Angel 3P is harem elements. The girls are not actively pursuing him, but there is one guy and... It feels harem-y. Yeah, it feels like a harem. Well, Akiba Strip, there's literally only one girl that's pursuing him, but it feels very harem-y because he's surrounded by girls. And they're teasing at it, but, but I'm not going to fight for that one. I'm just I'm just giving an example. Yeah, right. um, so yeah, let's, let's start burning him because <laughs> I could probably burn a Kiva strip right off the bat. Um, interview with Monster Girls again. There's another example. It feels harem-y, but they're not pursuing him. But at the same time, I think that aspect being so plain, I don't think it's very good of a harem. Hmm. I wouldn't argue that. Fuka, that one technically is a love triangle. Do you think the harem elements are strong enough? No. Konosuba. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. I take that back. There was three. There was Fuka. Oh, that's right. That's why I put it on the list. Childhood friend, yeah. and then the, and then the. I remember. I remember. I realized that earlier. Ah. Let's leave that alone for now. We'll decide that one later. Konosuba. Yeah. It is guy surrounded by girls. So, Scum's Wish. Dump it. Technically is... It's not a strong suit. Not even... There's a, there's the guy. There's the other guy. There's the teacher. And then there's the, the other girl. So, it's technically three girls. But, yeah, I agree. It's not a strong suit. Uh, Masamune-kun's Revenge. Why is this even on this list? I don't even want to it see It just that has show. harem elements. It doesn't necessarily have three pursuing him. Oh. I'm not fighting for it, so. Rewrite. Not fighting for it. It is technically a harem, but 
it's 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 focus is not on the harem, especially for that arc, anyways. Uh, Arm girl Machiavellianism. That that's one, technically, technically full on yeah. harem. Yeah, love tyrant full on harem. Even though I won't fight for it. Clockwork Planet. No. Yeah, I'm not going to fight for it is the, the thing. World Ends. That's no. Harem Elements. I don't think it was at all interested in that. I didn't feel like I was watching Harem when I was watching That's That's the thing. That's I fun. felt like it was more... And I guess that's the problem also is that people would probably see that at face value and go, oh, it's a guy surrounded by cute girls. But I... I got something completely different out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's probably the struggle there. Sakano technically is a harem. Uh Arrow Manga Sensei. That yes, technically that's is a harem. A, that's a harem. Uh, leave it alone. Kinkai Buncho, Girl Beats Boys. Yep. I'm not gonna fight for it, but it is a harem. Yeah, it's a reverse harem. That's fine. Dump it. Sugumamo. Technically has harem elements in it. Did not achieve harem. Yeah, it did. He he had four girls in his bathtub at some point <laughs> in his mind. No, it was actually real. That was a real situation. I forgot. That was not a dream. <laughs> they all got the love potion. <laughs> or was it perfume? That was right. It was a perfume. Danmachi. It wasn't as harem as the other I still one. Don't, I still have a really hard time with this one being a harem, so... It, people see it as harem, though. I know. I know the original definitely felt harem-y, but this one was more... I mean, technically, you having a different me- uh, protagonist, you had, like, two people that were kind of a little bit clinging to her. But I, I didn't feel Three, if you count the, the guild master. If you want to ship them, I guess, yes. <laughs> uh, roommate... You are the harem. <laughs> One room, no. Well, it was technically was it was a harem. That was, I don't think, I wouldn't call, uh, room. I wouldn't call one room a harem because it was isolated stories. But roommate technically was a harem because yeah. you were in a building with all of them. Um, my first girlfriend is a gal. Yes, technically was a full on harem. Love and Lies no. technically reached harem category, but yeah, I wouldn't. With who? I only had two. The two girls and the guy. Oh, but I forgot about him. Yeah, that's but right. Technically, he never said anything, but it was implied. So, yeah. I don't know if I'll fight for it. Awari Monogatari. It is the harem show of the year or the century, so why not? Um, I don't think the harem elements were very strong in that particular season, but he technically was there. Gamers. Gamers is all over the place, so I don't know. <laughs> would that be a harem or would that be more... Just, love hexagonal. Yeah, love hexagonal. Because <laughs> I don't know if he ever actually achieved three girls. That was one, two. But the harem elements are technically there. Angel 3P. I don't. I don't want to fight for it. I don't. Yes, it te- technically has harem elements. Yeah, I'm not gonna fight for it. 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 <laughs> me putting in a harem category. Category would then thus let me acknowledge the fact that that was what it was going for. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Food Wars, season three. And that's not a strong suit. I don't think. Everybody loves him. That's just how it is. A sister is all you need. Don't think it ever 
technically got to harem element. Um, it depends on whether or not the sister is actively pursuing, and I don't, I don't know. I think it's right there on that's, the cusp. That's, that is true. Because technically there is two that are pr- actively pursuing him. Which sucks. And then... Which makes me angry. <laughs> and there is hints that the sister is in... Does have interest. Well, it has, has to. It has yeah. to be included. At some point it has... That's the whole point of the show. No, I'm joking. Uh, my girlfriend is Shobi. Mm, yes. Technically it has it all over it. Uh, Yuku Holder is like old school harem. Has to be... Land of Illustrious. I that put is this a weird one. Yes, because I, technically I agree. Everybody, everybody, everybody. I'm not just including the jewels. Loves Sensei. <laughs> so technically, it is a harem. I just put that in there to joke around. I'm not actually going to fight for that. I, I I knew exactly what you were talking about when I seen it. So I, I didn't. Another yes, one. that is a full-on harem, full straight out. I, I, are they pursuing him? Well, they, I knew that you did yeah, later on. Yeah, they are. They are all but, like the two sisters didn't seem like they cared at all. They uh, no, it is full-on harem at at the end of it. For it, not even are not even hinting at it. <laughs> they all agreed to go and get married together. Spoilers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, see. We cut that down quite a bit, but this will be this will be interesting because this is one of those ones where I'm like I'm not gonna, I don't even, I don't even know if I'd fight any of this stuff exactly. just because it's so. And then it comes down to really which shows I think were good that had harem elements because I don't even the shows that are the the purest of harem I don't know if I'd even recommend if somebody asked for harem. It has to be a special type of harem for me to suggest it. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't even know where to begin on this. I don't even know where to begin. Can we just skip this one? <sighs> um, I guess, yeah, I would, I would definitely go for Yuku Holder. I think that one is just old school harem. I like that. But at the same time, it took a long time to get into it. Um, see, like a lot of these have caveats as well, similar to a previous categories. It's like if somebody asks me, oh, "I'm looking for a harem," it's like, "Well, you looking for something old school? Or are you looking for something more comedy based? Or are you looking for something that's more serious based?" Because there are serious harems. I mean, like Owari Maktari and and uh, Sakano is definitely yeah. more in the serious area. Or it's just just dumb comedy ones like Sugimomo and and. Uh, I don't know. That's that's my thing is because I'm sitting here thinking back and forth on, well, technically, do I want to make my list serious or do I want to make it? What what do I have the most fun with? Because that I think is the essence of what a harem should be is fun, silly fun. That's what sucks. Why Monoctari technically would fall on the post fifty also, wouldn't it? I think so. Mm. I was thinking about that earlier. You just didn't want to say anything because you don't want to disinclude it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I think that's where I'm going to go. I'm just going to go with what I find fun and just be done with it. Fun, fun, fun. <laughs> All right. I have for my top harems of the year is starting with number five, Sugumomo. Uh, that was a goofy little show. I didn't really think I would get much laugh out of it, but I actually had a lot of fun with it. And it actually has some pretty cool action scenes, too. So something to weigh out the other times when it's not doing comedy or harem stuff 
I'm mixed up. Anyways, <laughs> Yuku Holder is my fourth one. That one's just pure old school harem, and I enjoyed it. Definitely has an Ajima feel to it. Uh, Konosuba second season is my number three. Um, Gamers number two, and Saikano How to Raise Growing Girlfriend Flat is my number one because I still love that show, and it definitely is a harem. Um, on my side, I've got uh, as number five. I've got in another world with my smartphone. Uh, just a crazy, uh, silly show uh, with a lot of harem stuff going on in there. Uh, number four is Eromanga Sensei. Uh, adorable, some heartwarming points, a lot of fun. Uh, number three, I've got Konosuba second season. Uh, like Andrew said, UQ Holder as my number two, and Gamers is my number one. <laughs> we only have what? Three? Yeah, we have three that are similar. Mm-hmm. I guess not too bad. Uh, I guess Gamers number one. Uh, Yuku Holder, I guess, is next. Or is it? We have three and three on Kondosuba, two and four on Yuku Holder. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if you're going to fight it just as much as I don't want to fight it because it just it sucked. This entire list sucked. Uh, we take this stuff seriously, people. I take it seriously. What was the other one? Uh, game? No. no. Saikano. No, that was the only. That was the only three that we had similar. Yeah, but you got Saikano as number. Oh one. yeah, you got your gamers. So, I'll put Saikano on there. Did I just delete something? Okay. And then last one. Eromanga Sensei, Another World with a Smartphone. I guess I have to give you one, so Eromanga Sensei is the one you want? That's fine. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Alright, we have our combined list, which we're not we're not happy with any of this, by the way. Number five is Eromanga Sensei. Number four is like kind of how to raise born girlfriend flat. Uh, number three is Yuku Holder. Number two is Konosuba 2. And number one is Gamers. I don't agree with that, but I'm moving on. <laughs> Just getting away from it. All right, our next category is Etchy. It's surprisingly not that strong of a season of or year of Etchy. Of course, we did not watch like one of the only one other ones that we didn't watch that was like really high Etchy was that uh, what was it the sins. Seven Deadly Sins yeah. or Seven Mortal Sins something like that. They had to say Mortal Sins to separate it from the other one. And the only reason we technically didn't watch it is because it was full on censored and kind of annoying, so we didn't really watch it. Which kind of happened last year with like that other one I forget what it's called anyways we have so we don't have, we have like shreds to work with so what we're gonna go with here is etchy is stuff that for those who don't know etchy is basically perverted stuff um panty shots um lewd things all over the place its whole purpose is to tantalize the eyes of those who are looking for Looks like Occupus Strip is probably going to win by default. I mean, <laughs> come on. What do we got here? Gabriel Dropout, we've seen Gabriel's panties. That's about it. So we'll drop that one. Uh, handshakers, a lot of uh, camera turning boobs jiggles. About about it. So we'll get rid of that one. Masamune-kun's Revenge. I don't remember was, anything in there being... It wasn't... It was just more just the shots. The, the shots. Oh, did I put... Yeah, I did. Okay, never mind. Um, we'll get to it. Seiren was more in the head than anything. It was more just kind of gazy. 
They didn't Which really one show Panty Town. This is the one with the, the different routes for the guy. I've, I've yeah. gone over this before. <laughs> it was butt sweat on a desk. That was about all it had. So we'll, we'll drop that one. Udadada Mary Cho. Technically, yeah, yeah they, they like showing the main moments. character and a lot of the a lot yeah. of the little uh dress up moments and stuff like that, so yeah, it had some in it. One room, not really. Arm girl, Machiavellianism, if that had anything going for it, it was a lot of a there lot was of a lot of underwear in stuff. There. Love Tyrant. Yeah, there's a lot of betchy in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean like the one of the first shots was girl getting her skirt yanked down. Akashic record of basketball. Oh, I think that was more etchy because people wanted it to be etchy to complain about it. <laughs> Clockwork Planet. Yeah. Yes, technically. Because yeah. remember the the, the finger, the, finger. The, the pact, yeah. the pact. Arrow <laughs> Manga Sensei. Yes, yes. Sugumomo. Yes. That actually, I think Sugumomo was probably the most risky of all the shows this year. <laughs> I mean, she literally was on him in his bed, and they did a lot of the, oh, what's this thing? Squeeze, squeeze, oh, things. My first girlfriend, <laughs> I just described that. My first girlfriend is a gal, yes, technically. Uh, even though it was highly censored. Uh, Nessizo, Trap, and TR. Not really. It, it didn't do as much as I thought it would do. It's Love and about Lies. It, about the same as Love and Lies. Love and Lies was a just fallen boot grab, but... Like, just slobbery kisses kind of stuff. I don't know. Not yeah. really etchy. Wadi Monogatari. No, I wasn't really in that, that season. Um, Centaur's Life. No. no. That was a big Restaurant to Another World. <laughs> <laughs> <It was Chris. laughs> well, technically, it had, like, literally entire... An entire region that they went to on a regular basis where everybody was naked. But there were like the whole god ray beams covering them up. Um, no, we wanted to see how a, a a centaur puts on underwear. And we didn't get that. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm disappointed. Technically, yes, they showed one of the characters. But she was younger. So, I don't know if it really counted the same way was it, <laughs> it was going for explorative it wasn't going for sexual that's the thing uh, restaurant to another world that's up to you no. i don't know classroom of the elite technically it's it's fan service was its strong point so i'm gonna leave that there for now because i like the yeah i don't know i'm frustrated angel three one. piece I, I don't even want to acknowledge that i technically have to acknowledge it and i don't want to so del- delete it if you want i don't even want to acknowledge it that was the part of it that i did not want it to exist so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna raise it up for doing it <laughs> i wanted it to be innocent and fun and they weren't doing that sometimes new game season two technically yes that wasn't its strong point but they definitely showed a lot more this season than they did before um, it was mostly panty shots. In another world with my start phone. Yes. Magical girl circuit. <laughs> bloomers. No, yeah, bloomers. <laughs> bloomers. Lots of bloomers. Uh, food wars. They technically had a lot more etchy in this season. They, than they did, did before, actually, but... surprisingly. Yeah, we'll leave it there. A sister's all you need. Yeah, technically they were that girl loved being naked. Uh, my girlfriend is Shobi. 
I guess yes. I have to acknowledge it. Blend S. Innuendo more than anything, but yeah, it was there. Blend S. No, I don't think they really had much. I mean, it had it had the whole thing where the skirt got pretty high, but they never really showed anything. And they showed bloomers too. <laughs> I'm wearing bloomers. It's okay. There's a limit to how clueless you could be. You could hold her. Yeah, technically, it had etchy in it. It took a while to get to it though. Oh, this is going to be fun, too. Again, there's there's a struggle in my mind of good shows versus, yes, if somebody's looking for pure etchy, I would tell them to go for something that I probably wouldn't normally tell them to go to. So, I don't know. I can combine... See, even the new game, I don't think is etchy was... I mean, it was literally only whenever... They caught her in the morning before she got her clothes on. That was literally the only etchy they had in that show. So I can't even give it that one. Classroom Elite's kind of similar to something like uh, Hinako Note. I don't even know why I don't have Hinako Note on here. Hinako Note, it did it every now and then, and when they did it, I liked it. It was mostly focused on the the manager girl. Am I thinking of the right show? That's the one with the stage fight girl, right? And that was mm-hmm. this year, right? <laughs> that was this year, right? Yes, that was this year. So Hinaka Note technically could be on here. It wasn't. When was it etchy? Uh, every time they'd play dress up with the girls, especially the. Oh, they did a lot with true. her, and it was it, it was with the bigger. It was girl. sexy. I liked it. It was it was definitely sexy. She was best girl. Uh, I'll give uh, sisters all you need. I guess is technically in that category. And then I'll do Hinako Note. If Hinako Note did anything for me, it was how it was the dress-up moments for this, <laughs> the, the president girl. <laughs> it's not. It wasn't a very good year for Edgy. No, that's, that's just all. It I is. mean, what do we got? Akiba Trip and Love Tyrant were the best Edgy technically. I, I hate to say that. Well, the most, the strongest Edgy technically just. Just mindless etchy is a Kiba's trip, arm gold Machiavelliism. Shobi. And Shobi, yeah. I guess technically Yuko Holder had that whole element to it as well. Because that, that's that and that's that's why I'm looking at my list and going, okay, I'm not I'm not turning this into a harem thing. It's Yeah, I agree. Sugumomo probably is my favorite of that. Eromanga I'm 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 in, I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, but a sister's all you need, and Eromanga Sensei really does fall in the category of it has it here and there, and it goes full bore with it, but it does it. It looks good. It visually looks mm-hmm. good. Not to sound pervy here, but they, the the one of the main appeals to a sister's all you need and Eromanga Sensei, even when you don't enjoy what they're doing or enjoy the story, they look good. They look cute. The characters look good. And so when you make that into an etchy, it, it kind of amplifies it. That makes any sense. That's similar to Classroom of the Elite. Whenever it did, you know, the girls in the in the in the swimming pool, you know, having fun, it looked good while it was being a little bit pervy. But technically, uh, Classroom of the Elite didn't really get panty wise, it was more just swimsuits. Didn't really go any further than that, so. <sighs> I think we had a lot more fun with this list last year. <laughs> I 
I gotta look at last year. I don't remember what we had on that one. I need one more. What do you have on your list so I can steal an idea? Stuff at the top. Mm, so you have two that I don't have on my list. Well, you have three actually. I agree. Technically, Machiavellianism, if it had anything going for it, it's going to be etchy. So it's between that and Yuka Holder. And Yuka Holder just didn't do it enough. No, I don't think so. Either. It was mostly just I, I, uh, what's her face. Uh, I didn't even realize that it did it until you mentioned it, and I don't, I don't even, I still don't even remember it. So. It was mostly like playing around with the. I mean, the only other thing I got is uh, Kuromaro, and then Hime every now and then with Hime, and that was really all they really had. So I don't know. The only other one I would put up there is uh, my girlfriend is a Shobi, and I don't, I don't know, I just. Another one I'm not happy with, but I'm going with it because that's all I can come up with. <laughs> well, yeah, I have number five is Arm Girl's Machiavellianism. Uh, Eromanga Sensei is number four. Hanako Note is number three. Just purely for what they do with the president. That's all it is. <laughs> number two, or manager, whatever she was. Number two is a sister is all you need. And number one is Sugumomo. Which I think of all of these, Sugumomo is probably the most purest, etchy show that I actually enjoyed this year. Like, that's that's literally the only one I am fully comfortable with. Outside of that, it's just technically Sisters All You Need does look good, and they do get etchy with it. Hinako Note just has really good moments of basically cosplay that they're doing with this particular character that I really liked her design. Aramanga Sensei, again, just like a Sister All You Need, it looks good, and then it does the etchy stuff. So... And then Arm Girl Machiavellium. I think Arm Girl Machiavellium is the same as Sugumomo, where that is pretty much what they're going for. It's just, I didn't enjoy Arm Girl's Machiavellianism too much because of the combat and the stupid situations that are going to be put in, the, the overdramaticness of it, everything. Anyway, sorry, go. All right, I've got number five is uh, My Girlfriend is a Shobi. Um, number four is Arm Girl Machiavellianism. Um, number three is In Another World with My Smartphone. And number two is Eromanga Sensei. And number one is Sugumomo. Mostly I'm going on uh, which ones I had most fun with and with the added benefit of Echi. So that leaves... Sisters, all you need is in my second slot, and another world with my smartphone. So you want to do a sisters, all you need, and then in another world with my smartphone. That's fine. I need to watch this sisters or another world without my smartphone because I didn't see any yet. up to the point that I watched, <laughs> so now I'm curious. It's it it, it had a, a part where well he his his smartphone can do a lot of really cool stuff. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> X-ray vision. Yep. Um, there was also a, a slime who ate. Oh, well, you, know, you have to say there's a slime. There's a slime. You know what slimes do. <laughs> of course. Everybody knows what slimes do. Uh, our combined then would be number five in another world with my smartphone. A sister's all you need. Arm girled Machiavellianism. Aeromanga sensei. And our top is being Sugumomo. I think we both kind of pretty much agree Sugumomo would be the top of the year, so... At least our number one is pretty clean. <laughs> Not clean content-wise, but clean choice. 
Alright, so let's see. We have... Slice of Life is our next one. I guess that'll probably be the last one we'll do before we take another break. So, what is a slice of life, Chris? Regular, old-fashioned life. But I want to, I want to make clear, and you can disagree with me. I don't know if we did this last year or not. I think this year, more than ever, we're getting more of experiences with shows that are being animated that are slice of life, and they feel slice of life, but they have some type of supernatural or fantasy element thrown into it. Slice of life with a twist. Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, in the uh, interview with Monster Girls, uh, Natsumi's Book of Friends. All those kind of shows are similar in that idea. So, yeah. Let's kick things off. Aka 13? Mm, I have a really hard time with that one. No matter how you look at it. politics than anything? Yeah. (sighs) I don't know, because it is technically following this one dude's life. Um, But I think the politics are the more stronger suit of it, so... And at the same time, that's really all it's going to fit in (laughs) in the end. That's well, up to you, because I'm not going to fight for it. It's going to be up to you. At the end. Neither am I. That's the problem. Interview with Monster Girls, definitely. Uh, Fuka, technically yes, but I'm not going to fight for it. So that's up to you. Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Scum's Wish. No. No? More drama. Little Witch Academia. No. No. Masumi Kun's Revenge. No. Minami Kamakura, high school girl. Yeah, technically, but no, I'm not fighting for it. Onihei, no. not really a strong suit. Seiren, technically, yes, but I'm not going to fight for it. Unless you do. No. Unless you want me to tell you what it is again. <laughs> Show again, Rocky Rocky Sigi 2. Technically, yeah. One Room, no. March, yeah. I uh, can't do Natsumi's even though I want to. World's End, No. No. Anonymous Noise, yeah. No. No? That's not a slice of life to you? Uh, I'm not going to fight for it, I'm just saying. It is, technically, but I don't... I wouldn't put that more romance than anything. Psychono. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not going to put it in a slice of life. Uh, the Eccentric Family... Two... I don't have a two on there. I don't know if I'm going to put it in here, but I'm just putting two in there because it drives me nuts. I'll leave it for now. Yeah. Kato, I'm not going to go with that one. Alice, no. Suki guy, yes, definitely. Roommate, no. That's me. That's trap. NTR, no. Love and Lies, no. No. Suda Dude, yes, but it's more comedy. Centaur's Life. Technically, yes. Gamers, technically, yes. Or is that more comedy to you? More comedy to me. Class and rate, no, I'm not going to fight for that one. Convenience store boyfriends, I'll fight for that one. Maybe. We'll see. Angel three piece, no. Yes. Yes, you? <laughs> it technically was about his issue that he was going through, but I don't think it was really a focus, It's such a but... weird thing because Slice of Life is such a broad. 
little broad. It's not broad. It's it's more along the lines of it blends into so many other genres. It's hard to kind of just capture the essence of what uh, slice of life is because it's you want you you want a certain pace for a slice of life. Right, I agree. That I agree. is for sure. I think that's about the only thing that really makes it stand out for me. Yeah, I mean, I I I would think like Angel Three Piece is more. Because it's more chill, has this kind of fun feel to it. Yeah, it does have that comedy element, but it's not, it, and it does have a little bit of drama, but it's not too much drama because you don't want it to be over drama. And and I I I I don't know. It's 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 a weird thing. And even though I told my, even though I mentioned earlier that I were now including things like Miss Kobayashi Dragon Maid, where it's technically a dragon lady in there, and that doesn't not it's not realistic. Angel 3P felt more like it was trying to go for realistic, but yet it was too stuck in just moe goofy. And thus, I didn't get much slice of life out of that just because it didn't feel like it was going for... Even though it did have, you know, the girls trying to save the orphanage, it was more focused on moe shenanigans than that story. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't argue that. Yeah, I guess you're, you're right on that that aspect. New game two, yeah, technically. Working girls. Lights of Cleone. I'm not going to fight for it, but technically it is. And it's more in the supernatural area, too. Spoiler. <laughs> Sagrada Reset. No. Yokai Apartment Life. Yeah, but you can dump it. Just because, yeah. Girls Last Tour. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, <laughs> that's another one. Well, that's, that's, that's a perfect example of what I was talking about. It's it's it feels right to it be a slice of life. Slice of life, yes. Uh, I'm not gonna fight for love as like cocktail as you are. Um, recovering. Oh no, junkie. I would love that to be a a slice of life. Okay, you're whopping thirty minutes of slice of life right there. <laughs> Recovery memo junkie. It's not yes. going anywhere else. Oh well, I guess it would go in the shorts. Are we? Get, do we have a short section? Yeah, this yeah, yeah. All right, you can all dump you need. Um, I'm not gonna fight for sisters. All you need, so it's up to you. Blendes, um, Konohanakatan. That's another one. Konohanakatan technically is slice of life, but is it too? Is it too segmented to be a slice? That's like technically each of those stories are self-contained, and they could have been applied at any timeline. Does that break the element of being a slice of life? Because it's technically slices of life. I, personally, I think <laughs> it is, but at the same time, it's it. You can make the argument that it's not. I mean, it's you know the the, the, the issue that if comes you take up is, if you take away the the the. Uh, animal ears if you take away the the supernatural element is it a slice of life it's yes that's the only real difference is the only difference it's technically is it is but well no it's it's it not roha but it it's, doesn't exactly. have it doesn't have a through line is the problem does slice of life need to have a connective tissue to make it a slice no. of life I mean, it, 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 the only, I mean, otherwise something like Shobi is technically a slice of life because it's just as segmented as, as Konohana Katan without the supernatural in it. 
Yeah, I don't. It it it's just feel a, it, it turns into I mean, just a comedy about them working there versus a comedy of them in school. I'm fine with Kano Katana. I'm just no. I, I'm, I'm trying not, to I'm get us. I'm, I'm trying really to get a spec. I'm, I'm trying to get us confined with our slice of life definition. Right. That's the problem. I mean, Konohana Kitan, it feels like a slice of life, whereas Shobi does not feel like a show, uh, a slice of life. And I, the only thing I can really base it on is the essence of uh, capturing that that warmth. I, I, I don't know what, what to better describe it as. But see, that would be more in the area of the Iyashike or the that's true. Or the uh, cute girl doing cute things, which that's, well, that's actually more Yashike, cute girls doing cute things. That's a separate story. Um, I don't know. It's, it's just the problem is that when somebody comes up and says, I want a slice of life, you're more thinking, oh, they want something like, you know, Hanasaki Roha. They want pretty much any PA I, works I title. <laughs> I can agree with Stuff that. Stuff that is like, this is somebody's life. This is them going through some certain stage of their life, whereas Konohani Katan does not pop into my mind as, yeah, yeah that's what they're looking for. You're, you're right. I, I, I'm, I can't argue with that. But I do love Konohani Katan. Don't get me wrong. I, I think that's an absolutely wonderful show. And that will definitely be in the other areas. Then I would definitely dump Konohani Katan and Blindess. Live Live Sunshine. <laughs> I'm not going to fight for Love Live or Wake Up Girls, so I don't even know if they're on the list. <laughs> They've been acknowledged, okay? They've been acknowledged. I'm going to make so many people angry at me. I know, I know Anime Arcade's already angry at me, so... Who else do I have left? Technically, I was on their podcast and I never said a word. <laughs> you just, why is Chris suddenly silent? I don't want to say anything. There's an gushing about it. Like they, I, I bet they chose anime of the year. Am I spoiling things by saying that? Did they? Probably. I, they probably chose anime of the year on that one. Chris isn't going to say anything. He doesn't want to spoil it. All right. Anywho, we have our slice of life list here. Have fun. <laughs> I know I'm not going to have fun. I mean, the easier ones at, at the top are pretty easy though. Oh my gosh, no, I'm at five. <laughs> no. I still have like three shows of it in here. I can break it down to one. I have one more that I need to fit in there. So now I gotta figure out how the hell you figured it out. <laughs> you went with it. You just did it. Just went with it. I guess I need to drop Eccentric Family. It, it's a fantastical show, but it's I don't know if I'd really call it slice of life. See, that's the thing also, because like just because is a pure slice of life. Mm-hmm. I would agree on that one. But Miss Kobayashi Dragon Maid's cute. <laughs> <laughs> I I almost think that I'm gonna that knock literally. It I think I'm gonna knock it off down off. And Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Well, it's been acknowledged. But I I struggle just because. Yeah, I mean, if somebody asked me for a slice of life, I probably wouldn't. What do you keep breaking things for? I didn't know I broke something. You you made the whole top bar black or white. What did you do? No, I only made one bar. There you go. White. You just you just opened up the 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 chat thing. I don't know, whatever. Um. So yeah, it's like I want I want made dragon, but at the same time, just because if somebody asked me for a slice of life, that just because would be. That is its 
that's it's bread and butter. Oh, but Miss Kobayashi Dragon Maid is a wonderful show. It's been acknowledged, I guess. And I think it's somewhere in the comedy, isn't it? Didn't we, didn't, didn't we put it in the comedy? Probably. Yes, it, it made it in comedy. Yeah. You only have four, by the way. I know. <laughs> you only doing four? Uh, I have to figure out what I'm going to replace Kobayashi's Dragon Maid with. Obviously, Recovery Memo Junkie. Don't eh me. <laughs> you had to defy me. You do it to defy me, don't you? What did I do? Blow you up? Yes, because you didn't do the the, the recovery memo junkie. We were we were we were matching. We were like we were like twinsies. No, we weren't. We were twinsies. Yeah, March comes in like a lion at number two. I have it at number four. Well, I do appreciate March comes in like a lion a lot more than you do. So, <laughs> joke. Uh, okay, it's so I have joke. It's joke. There's so many good shows in this list. It's not even funny. So even though I don't have like Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid and Interview with Monster Girls, they are stellar shows. And even Convenience Store Boyfriends, I enjoyed that show. And it is it is pretty pure uh, slice of life. So, um, yeah. So I have, and even though we were gushing about Girl Last Tour technically being a slice of life, <laughs> we cannot fit in here. Uh, I have number five, Recovery Minimal Junkie. Number four, I have Suki Gakirai. Uh, they were just adorable. Like, both of those shows have adorable characters that I want to squeeze and hug. Um, yeah, just because, even though I hated its ending, it is it is pure slice of life. March Comes Like a Lion, season one is my number two, because it's March Comes Like a Lion, you should be watching it by now. And, of course, Shogun Roku Rocky Sinju season two being my number one, because everybody should drop what they're doing and watch that one. Yeah, I, I don't understand why you haven't watched it yet, if you haven't. Because we've been screaming about that show for the last two years now. <laughs> um, I've got as number five new game. What was what was this season called? New game explanation explanation. Yeah, just two explanation points. Um, March comes in like a lion. Uh, just because Suki got Kirie and Shogun wrote Kirai. You have it as a, I'm you sorry, spelled it different on yours as on mine. Why is it different spelled on mine than it is on yours? Uh, I don't know. Don't blame me it's if kide. I pronounce it wrong. It's kide. I'm sorry. It's kide. Jeez. It's has the moon so beautiful or something. Yeah, it's kide. Kide. There. Better. Um. So the question is, <laughs> we we've crossed our we've crossed our no. Yeah, we crossed our March comes in like a lion and Suki Gakide, because one's on one and one is in the other. So, fight March comes like a lion versus Suki Gakide. Kide, sorry. <laughs> I would concede to Suki Gakide, just because I think technically the f- second core of that March comes like a lion was not. A strong one, even though I did love uh, that guy's story. I didn't enjoy it as much as Tsukiyakirai. So I'll put that up there. I know I'm supposed to actually fight for my own, but I do that every now and then, so. Yeah, there ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, I try to do it. Just because. 
And then, so the fight is Recover MMO Junkie versus New Game 2. <laughs> I'd argue that Recover MMO Junkie felt more realistic to me than New Game did. <laughs> New Game felt very, especially the second season, I did not enjoy it as much. It felt a little bit uh, Moe mixed drama. Whereas I think Recovery Mode Junkie felt more real to me. I connected to it a lot more. So you'll have to you'll have to you'll have to give me some good reasons why you're wanting no game up there. It's not MMO Junkie. <laughs> wow, we well, don't like MMO Junkie anymore. No, I'm just messing with you. No, they're I both I about games. I don't care either way. <laughs> you're not even fighting me here. Everybody wants everybody wants a fight. I'm not fighting. This is not worth fighting over. It's the later stuff when we get to like best girl and stuff. I don't know. When we get into seasons those. is when I think that we're going to start boxing. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we have our combined. Did we already do our separate ones? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, combined is Recovery Memo Junkie is number five, just because number four. March comes in like a lion, number uh, season one. And so you got Kirai is number two. And Shogun Roku Raku Shinju season two as number one. So, here's where it's going to get more difficult, because I don't have them pre-planned up. Yeah, that's going to take a little longer, so we'll go ahead and we'll take a break at this point, and uh, we'll come back with our part three of our deliberations. We thank you all for listening. Y'all take care. Os. Ah. Uh-huh.